Welcome to episode 12 of the Search with Kanga podcast recorded on Sunday the 2nd of June 2019. My name is Mark Williams Cook and this week I'm going to be bringing you a recording from Search Norwich and it's going to be a talk untitling Outreach Done Right. Uh, the talk was by Jack Banfield from Verve Search and he's going to talk about essentially link building and how to do it which as anyone working in SEO knows is still probably one of the most important things you can do and it's one of the hardest things. I really like this talk by Jack, he goes into a lot of detail about the whole process from ideation to creating a story and how to pitch it and gives some real world examples and more importantly he goes into such detail he even shows the actual templates of outreach emails he's using. You can see all of the extra uh, presentation and the video of him doing the talk on the show notes at search.withcanda.co.uk or if you're local to Norfolk and you want to attend Search Norwich, you can find out more about it at searchnorwich.org. Otherwise, enjoy Jack Bamfield. Hi everybody, I'm Jack. Uh, I'm an outreach specialist at Verve Search. Uh, and this is Verve Search. These are some of the people I work with. Um, this is the outreach conference that we do every, every year down in London. Um, it's the 7th of June if you fancy coming along. We sort of do talks about digital PR and marketing and um, how to get links on various sort of high quality sites. So, what do we do as an agency? Well, we produce creative campaigns Something like this. This was the first campaign I worked with at Verve, and we produced this for a company called AdView. AdView was sort of like a, a, a job site, basically. Um, and we produced it to sort of create a list of the um, first jobs of the most successful people in the world, comparing sort of the humble beginnings of how they started their career to what they do now. Uh, so some of them were just sort of average summer jobs, working McDonald's or Starbucks or whatever. Um, and occasionally you had some people like Meghan Markle, quite interestingly, who were, um, she was a freelance wedding calligrapher. So uh, when I first started around the time of the royal wedding, I thought, great, <laughs> didn't get any coverage. <laughs> but, but anyway, why do we do this? Well, in outreach, our job is to get links and coverage uh, from top tier news sites around the world. Some of these. Guardian. So things like this. These links help improve our clients' organic rankings on search engines. But how do we get links and outreach? Well, I think it comes down to three main ideas. Ideation, building campaigns that journalists want to, uh, want to write about. Story, uh, finding multiple angles for coverage. And pitching, writing a headline-grabbing outreach email. And everyone on our team uh, interprets the role differently, especially with seven nationalities in the group. But my interpretation of it comes from traditional PR, but albeit with a twist. So uh, in the summer of 2017, I worked with a company called Right Angles. They are a sort of high-end boutique PR agency. Uh, and we worked with uh, sort of high, high net worth people, multimillionaires, business leaders, anybody whose management and 
uh, anybody's reputation sort of needs to be managed on a daily basis, effectively. Uh, so we delivered personal PR for high-profile clients, managing their reputation on a daily basis. Uh, and each client would have different priorities. One day you're promoting British shipping. This was, um, this was a staple client for us, uh, Maritime UK. They, were the, they are the trade body for the um, maritime industry. They sort of promote British shipping around the world and in Britain. So, um, and protect all of the imports and exports that come into and out of the UK. Um, they were quite an exciting client to work with, as I will explain. Or you could be promoting a hit Broadway musical. One of our clients was uh, the executive producer for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and was in the process at the time of bringing the uh, successful musical over to London, having absolutely smashed it in New York. Uh, and he wanted to get all of the sort of nice glossy coverages you do when you're an executive producer of uh, such a production. So how do we deliver results to clients? Well, I think it's, I think it's this, I thought it was the same three things, basically. Ideation, so you understand your client's business. Story, you find uh, stories that basically that your client can legitimately comment on. And pitching, uh, sorry, selling your client into the stories. But how did this work in practice? Well, ideation, uh, uh, so I, I thought I'd go through the three sort of areas, ideation, story and outreach, and sort of compare the two, uh, traditional PR and what I do now, which is um, outreach. So in personal PR, uh, we researched our clients' industry thoroughly before launch. So we knew their business better than they did. You couldn't at any point go into a meeting um, with all these, in, in these business leaders and whatever and not having researched it thoroughly because if you do that and you suggest things, something along the lines of, I don't know, he might have a connection. Uh, the, he might, you might suggest, for example, meeting another um, person in the industry who he may have had a falling out with 20 years ago and you ought to have known that. But if you, sh if you, come, if you go into the meeting and say, oh, you should meet that guy, and they say, well, we fell out 20 years ago, didn't you know that? You look like a complete dick, so <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, so knowing the client's past is important. Uh, but campaigns, in many cases, were often defined by the client. So I mentioned Maritime UK. When we were working with them, we were working towards um, something called London International Shipping Week, which is a big government event um, in London based on trying to get people to buy into the shipping industry around the world. So everyone would descend on London, meet different people in the industry, and it'd be a big old networking event in London, basically. Um, and it coincided with a few other things, which I'll explain. So how do we sell this in this campaign? Well, in this campaign, we were selling in the spokesperson, Maritime UK, and their report into the, UK, uh, into the maritime industry's contribution to the UK economy. So that's personal PR. What about outreach? In outreach, we sell the story rather than the spokesperson. So we're not selling some great big report into the uh, maritime industry or somebody's livelihood or anything like that. We're selling a story that we made. So our campaigns help journalists tell interesting stories. Rather than researching the industry, we research the media landscape and what journalists will want to write about. And journalists love, uh, and journalists love stories that matter to ordinary people. And in Britain in particular, they love writing stories that people are going to have a moan about. <laughs> and what do, what do people in Britain love moaning about? BMW drivers. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry BMW drivers, but it's true. Uh, and if people love complaining about it, journalists will want to write about it. So that led us to produce this campaign for Go Compare. Everybody knows Go Compare, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
So go com- uh, we, 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 we did a survey, 2,000 Brits, to find out what vehicle types they think uh, produce the worst drivers on the roads in the UK. Um, we, were, we were sort of hoping with this campaign that we would take a little bit of flack off transit drivers because it was for van insurance, and luckily we did. Uh, very marginally, BMW drivers came out on top. Uh, but we knew this campaign would interest motoring journalists, and it did, in interest of the sun. Um, and we got quite a bit of regional coverage um, in the East Midlands and, and some up in Yorkshire, and um, we got quite a bit of international coverage for it as well. But it has an added benefit, right? So here you see, Go Compares listed the source of the story. Um, the survey was commissioned by a comparison site, Go Compare. We surveyed 2,000 adults. That's in the sun. By making the client the source of the story, it helps build trust in the brand. There may be one article, but this is the sort of thing we do week in, week out for them. We produce campaign after campaign and get it out there into the national, regional, international press. But to build that trust, we need great stories that interest journalists. So that's ideation. Now to move on to story. In outreach, our campaigns have many different angles. And this often leads to and this often leads to coverage in completely different sectors. Um, good example of this, we produced a cam- another campaign for AdView called What Would You Tell Your Teenage Self? Uh, it was a sort of bank of 50 quotes from business leaders, um, celebrities, same, similar sort of people to the first jobs campaign I showed earlier. Um, and the quotes sort of look something like this, nice, shareable uh, content, basically. My instinct when I first started outreaching this was to go with celebrity and lifestyle coverage thinking that you've got people like Oprah on the list and, and the you know, lifestyle places, the cosmopolitan of the world, are going to want to cover it that way. But I was wrong. And what I actually found is that um, I started to get quite a bit of, bit of business coverage. Your first instinct won't always lead to coverage. So I started to get things like Business Insider, an entrepreneur. And these journalists were saying, this is great because you know, we want to hear about uh, how, great the, you know, how great the quotes are from... Um, you know, Steve Jobs and Jeff Bezos and whoever else. So in outreach, we get to choose from many angles uh, that we think will get the most coverage. But in personal PR, being reactive was key. Our client needed to be first to the uh, developing news story so they could react to it. So uh, following the news cycle was essential. When we were working with Maritime UK, this came up. Uh, it was quite a big news event at the time. The Royal Navy brought in the Queen Elizabeth II into... Portsmouth Harbour. It was a huge news event on the day because the Queen went down there, Theresa May went down there, and um, yeah, well, you can imagine it was a huge event because she was talking about how great it was for British um, shipping, great for British manufacturing, and after a tough summer in the Brexit negotiations, it was quite a good story to <laughs> tell the British people. Um, so we used, this, we used the interest in this story that it generated uh, to create major coverage for Maritime UK. We contacted every national news desk, uh, effectively, how it worked was that we uh, invited everybody into a nice um, sort of meeting room and got them expert quotes from Maritime. We got them um, all the all the, so these are the journalists, so the quotes from Maritime, uh, everything they needed for the story there, done. Uh, and of course, the relevant stories from the the Maritime UK report, specific quotes from people in the maritime industry, and the result was blanket print coverage. But in outreach, we need links. Uh, but however, what happens if the campaign slows to get links? And this is one of the biggest problems with, uh, well, one of the biggest issues in, in, in uh, SEO and link building. Sometimes you 
produce a campaign with the best intentions and it doesn't get links. We had a little bit of that with this campaign that we produced for, Time Cap uh, for Shutterfly. Shutterfly are an American photo website where you sort of put your uh, face of, or whatever, a photo online and they put it on stuff. That's that kind of site. <laughs> Basically, that's what they are. Um, so we produced this campaign for them thinking that they're, they're quite photo oriented. Um, so we it did this illustrative campaign about what different Americans that we found would put in a time capsule. So it kind of looks something like this. Um, and it's quite emotive because you've got Obama, you've got Martin Luther King, you've got quite wholesome, ho uh, homely American type stuff. Um, we thought it was a really nice campaign. But unfortunately, it struggled for coverage. It's interesting, but it doesn't grab headlines. So, how are we going to fix this? We surveyed a thousand US citizens to find out what items they would put in a time capsule, including their favourite movies of the decade. What do you think won? Star Wars. <laughs> Tough sell. I mean, who's going to want to write about Star Wars, right? Well, the Washington Post do. Or maybe the Chicago Tribune do. Or maybe the Guardian. Stuart Harris. But that's how it works. That wouldn't have been possible in personal PR, that kind of coverage, because you can't change your client. If you're stuck with a boring client that isn't going to generate coverage, you aren't going to get any coverage. But in SEO, you're selling the story. So you can change it up if you need to. Okay, that's story. Now to move on to pitching. Uh, in personal PR, the pitch, the pitch target depended on the client. So journalists would often be aware of your client's reputation through um, just their name being out there. They're high profile people, so they would, journalists would come to you. Uh, and especially if that client's already an authority on the issue. Our clients could get on the news without us having to sell them in. And this was often the case with uh, one of our big clients, a guy called John Mills. Mm -hmm. he, um, he's an entrepreneur. Uh, he founded a company called JML, who are quite well known. Um, and you might often see him on the news because he's quite unique as a Labour supporter of Brexit. So he often gets on that side of the debate as, um, yeah, there's a Brexiteer. And his economic views quite contrary to most people in his side of politics. Uh, so our efforts then focused on making sure that he was ready for these appearances or any client that we had. So these people knew exactly what to say and how to make the most of the opportunity. But in outreach, getting a link starts with a direct email to journalists every time. We never pick up the phone or anything like that. It's always email. And this can be a little bit daunting, especially when I started. However, when I first started emailing journalists, I remembered one simple piece of advice from PR. I'm going to shoot you in the face, and here's why. That seemed quite dramatic. Um, but my boss always used to take the view that uh, he always hated the way academics write, because academics, you build your arguments through the paragraphs, and then you finish at the end. But in journalism and in PR, you've got to get your point in straight away. Get straight to the point, and don't sort about with anything else. Uh, journalists get to the point, so should you. So, for this Washington Post piece of coverage that I got, here's the email I sent. Uh, and I, I, you can see I just get straight to the point, um, a thousand US citizens to see what they bur uh, bury in a time capsule. I do particularly like having a line at the top to sort of um, put the idea of the story into the journalist's mind, because that's sort of half the battle, right? You're trying to... Um, you're trying to get the journalist to envision the story, but going up on their on their, on their site. 
uh, and that's sort of what that's about. Um, however, it is still possible to get your client expert comment um, alongside, <coughs> alongside a standard news article. Uh, and I was able to achieve that with a campaign called Jargon Jobs, again for AdView. Um, we did this campaign quite recently, and it's essentially um, a list of the kind of jargony type of phrases, the, the paradigm shifts and the blue sky thinkings, that sort of type of uh, jargon, um, and how often is it used in job, job ads. Um, so we um, put together a list of different uh, jargon, basically, um, and which cities are most common. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and I was able to use that to get this piece of coverage in Fortune. And I don't know if you can quite see it, but right at the bottom, it's the byline is attributed to a guy called Alex Patterson, who's the chief exec of AdView. I contacted the commentary desk, uh, commentary desk as well as Fortune staff writers. The logic being that it might be used potentially as a commentary piece as well. Maybe they might like it as an opinion. Um, usually you just get the story, the journalist will write it up and hopefully include a link. Uh, but Fortune actually asked me to write the editorial on behalf of AdView, uh, which meant I guaranteed myself a link, because if you write it up, you get the link. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's how I pitch stories and outreach. Uh, so wrapping things up, um, I wanted to sort of compare how PR and outreach are different and similar at the same time. Uh, so how are they different? In outreach, we build, in, in outreach, we build campaigns by knowing what the media wants to cover. We're selling the story, not the spokesperson. We're not selling Maritime UK. We're not selling cruise ships or people's you know, boats or imports and exports or anything like that. We're coming up with stories that interest journalists. And anyway, we, didn't have, we don't have the luxury of journalists coming to us about our stories. We actually have to go out there and, and find it. Um, yeah. But how are personal PR and outreach similar? You both got to get straight to the point and know why journalists want the know why journalists want the story. In outreach, we trade on our ability to get links, and we give our clients interesting things to say about the world, like what kind of movies that Americans will put in a time capsule. Uh, these ca these uh, campaigns also can enhance the client's brand by making them the source of story. And this helps improve their reputation, just as we would have wanted in personal PR. Good outreach campaigns get links, but the best, they secure great links and great media exposure. Get the right angles, and you'll get the right links. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that talk. As I said before, if you want to get hold of Jack's slides so you can see the resources he's talked about and the email templates, you can find them on the show notes at search.withcanda.co.uk. Or if you want to find out more about Search Norwich and see the whole library of talks there, you can find out more at searchnorwich.org. Otherwise, my name is Mark Williams-Cook, and I will be with you next on Monday, the 10th of June, and I hope you all have a great week.